Hello, everybody. Welcome to Green Dudes, a very special episode of Green Dudes. Um, I am Connor Mack, and I'm here with my best pal and uh, Green Day brother and comrade in arms, uh, Mr. Connor Kelly. Connor, how is it going? What's going on? I have COVID. Yeah, you do. I do. Um, And not because I'm like out partying, you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, going out, being reckless, um, just throwing back drinks, having crazy parties like some people. I know. Yeah. Speaking of, I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure, uh, we'll, we'll talk about, uh, you know, we're going to be talking about a music video that, uh, perhaps, perhaps the actors in the video got COVID. Yeah. Quite possible. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps they did. Although we, we don't know that for sure. You know? No, no, that would just be um, spreading misinformation, which we don't want to do. No, we don't want to spread misinformation. We don't want to spread disease. We only want to spread love in the gospel of Green Day. 100%. Um, and some people would say I, that, yeah, that misinformation is just as bad as disease and just as dangerous. Yeah, some people would. Yeah. It depends on the information. Sure. You know. some, people, some people like to take metaphors really far and they're like, these things are the same. And it's like, well, you know, I'm, I'm fucking sick. So is that as bad as like, you know making up a, a fake Taylor Swift quote yeah. about how she hears, uh-huh. you know, Gandalf's uh, voice or whatever, you know? I did, re- I did read that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's actually, it's actually true. It's it actually is, well, true. well, that's the thing. People do think it's fake, um, but it was actually, it is a real quote. They cut it from the actual magazine. Um, is that what it is? Yeah, but it's kind of like, it was a, it was like a cutting room floor um little bonus that the writer of the piece shared you know it turns out uh taylor swift is just like us you know and wow yeah how do you cut that quote i know obviously no wonder they re-included it that's like the best quote i don't know how you would no you'd be like oh yeah this one you know this isn't gonna make the cut or whatever it's a damn shame connor it is a damn shame but you've uh you're 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 feeling okay you know not not terrible terrible no i've i've had it for the last uh i mean since monday at least. So I've had a good amount of time to recuperate. I've been off from work, um, have not gone out. So, um, yeah, other, other than, other than being sick, uh, there, there is kind of like the silver lining of like, well, I'm, I'm kind of grateful that I, I can have the time to, um, like be home and to recuperate. Um, so that's, that's kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. And, and and now I get to talk about Green Day. You know, exactly. That's even better. Yeah, you know, I hope uh having a new Green Day song come out maybe lifted your your spirits a little bit, made you feel a little bit better. Yeah. Especially this one. Yeah. Uh because yeah. I yeah, it's like we're gonna get into it, we're gonna talk about I mean like the song rules. So It does, yeah. It uh it it rocks and it rules, I would say. Yeah. Um Yeah. People, we're gonna just we're gonna jump right into it. A new Green Day song came out today, along with a music video. It is called Dilemma. I think on the on the last podcast we put out a couple days ago, we we were speculating um, that it looks like maybe this was going to be the next single released, and lo and behold, we were right, like we 
often are. Um, and it, it came out so fast. That was kind of uh, surprising. I, I honestly, you know, I, I did think maybe they would try to share another song before the end of the year, but also like December and this kind of has changed in, in recent years, but traditionally December is like the, uh, the, the dead zone for the music industry is they, they, you know, every, everyone's wrapping things up for Christmas and, um, you know, they, they kind of usually don't fuck with new stuff, uh, in, in December. Um, so I, so I thought it was equally likely that we would, you know, have to wait until the beginning of January to hear another new song from saviors. Um, so I was, I was pretty, pretty excited, uh, to get another one. Definitely. <coughs> and they even, they, uh, had this cheeky message alongside it where it's like, you didn't think you were gonna, you know, get through the rest of the year without another green day song. Did yeah, you? Or yeah. so they, they, uh, you know, kind of knowingly commented on that too. Yeah. Which, yeah. Which was funny. That was, that, that was fun. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, this is kind of a this is one to dig into. It it's a it's it's a heavier one, um, both you know musically and um, lyrically. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's it, it's um, yeah, it's it's pretty um, heart heart bearing, soul bearing for for. Uh, Billy Joe, uh, and we're gonna dive into all of that. Um, I know, Connor, you've you listened to it like twice now, right? You said that's right. Okay. Um, gee, just right now, we're talking. It's about six o'clock uh, p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, I listened to it uh, right around like five thirty. My my wife and I um, watched the video together. And then I, I watched it quickly with you before we jumped on here. So yeah, I've I've only had two listens under my belt. So. Yeah, I've 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 had a, a a couple more. You know, nothing nothing something crazy. Tells you, something tells me that you have kind of had this uh, on a bit of a loop. Nothing today, crazy. I no, I mean I I did I, I worked a half day today. Um, I worked the second half of the day, which is kind of weird, but. Um, but so it came out before I went to work and I, I, uh, put it on right when I woke up and, uh, let's do it a few times. And then, you know, just went on with my day and worked and then got out of work and like, listen to it like five times in a row, you know, yeah, as, yeah. as one does, as yeah, one absolutely. does. It, it's a song that, um, it, 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 it kind of. Uh, what do I, what do I mean? It's, it's an easy song to listen to and to jump back into, I think. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think you're right. And it's kind of funny, even the way, like, the music video is, the way it opens and closes, there's kind of like a, it's bookended, you know, there's a bit of, like, the cyclical nature to it. So, um, must, yeah. must be a little strange even, maybe, like, listening to it over and over again. Have you, how many, how many times have you watched the video now, too? Um, for the video, I mean, maybe like, honestly, maybe three or four times I've listened to the song more. Um, gotcha. yeah, you know, for like, for most music videos, I, I, I don't have to listen, I mean, you know, watch them repeatedly. Um, this one though, this one is like so good that it, that, you know, it, it I think it does warrant a, a few repeat V, you know, viewings like, um, 
for for the American Dream is killing me. I I probably watched that um like once or twice by myself, then once with you, and then that might 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 have been it. Um, right. Uh, but this video, I, I think, and uh, you know, again, the the previous two videos for Look Ma and for American Dream, um, they they're both very good. Like like those are good videos that I think both of us enjoyed. Um, and this this one is a uh, I think it's on a different level than those two. It is, and you know, I guess we'll see where the conversation takes us. But but my initial thought was I think the song is on a different level too, not just the music yeah. video. No, I, I don't disagree with that either. Uh, but yeah, let's let's jump into it, Connor. Uh, what were your initial thoughts after hearing the song the first time? Uh I mean, just really really positive. Um not not in the sense that like it's necessarily an uplifting song, right? It's not like a positive feeling. Um, but, but just feeling like, wow, you know, this, this is a really, um, you know, just a really strong offering. Um, and it's, it's different than what we've gotten from Look Mono Brains and The American Dream is Killing Me. It's cool. Like, I, I, I like the way they've chosen their singles because each one definitely offers something a bit different from the other. Um. So I think they've been really smart choices, but, um, yeah, wow, like, talking about initial reactions, it's like, it's the guitar. Yeah. just feels like a gut punch. It does, Um, it does, yeah. Very powerful. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, um, it, it starts off with kind of a, uh, you know, softer intro where, where it is, um, I'm not sure how to describe it, but like a a, yeah. a soulful intro. Yeah, yeah, and it and it is like laid out as like an introduction to the song itself. It feels like there's like a, a curtain being like drawn up and lifted, you know. Yeah, yeah. And um, and then uh then then Trey bonks the drums. <laughs> he does a big bonk and then the uh, we as he does. We launch into the song proper and uh we have a just a killer guitar riff like very heavy kind of classic green day um power chord just a fucking uh kick-ass riffage and um it's too the the song is is tuned in the elusive drop d tuning oh i see it is it is and and uh so that kind of brings out a little bit of that heaviness and that's that's how they primarily uh tuned like for most of the nineties, I think. Um, but, uh, very rarely since then. So, um, so yeah, I mean that, that itself harkens back to the nineties. And I think that's, that's what a lot of people have been picking up on. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's really good. Um, and I think, uh, the, like Billy's vocals really complement that. Um, I think he does a, a really great job. Um, especially during the chorus, it's, it's like a, it's like a, a, a very hard, hard hitting vocal performance where we do get a little bit of a growl even, or, or like a bit more guttural. Yeah. Yeah. And so like on last, uh, our, our last episode when we were going through, um, like that, uh, translations of the song reviews, right. When we got to this song, 
is this the one where they were talking about like having more of that aggression and I, I thought like, oh, maybe it'd be more on like the Christian's Inferno side. Was, was that this track, um, you remember? I, I, I actually one? don't think it was. It it could be and I could be wrong, but I, I, I don't think it was. Uh, I can look it up, but but I, I, I had the same good. thought actually when, when I listened to this song um, because I, I think they even um, categorized it as like, Lincoln Park esque Chester Bennington, um, <laughs> yeah. which is very funny, but uh, I I really get and and you know it, it maybe even is an homage to it's like very Nirvana you know um, with the dan it dan it you know what I mean yeah yeah I can hear it yeah, yeah. it's like the Kurt Growl um, which is pretty <laughs> cool intentional or not yeah I think. Um... It it all definitely serves to create this um, this this very like you know definitely impactful in your face kind of feeling, but like the lyrics, you know, kind of paints this picture of of everything sort of like falling apart, you know, and and things are like deteriorating. So um, I really like the aggression in the song because. It, it sort of feels like to me um, it's it's like partly you know maybe like anger at yourself anger at the situation you know it's like um, anger at the dilemma like a, at the at the dilemma that's the word of the day isn't yeah it? so it is. um, you know I, I think that this it's it's a, a really good choice to like inject some of that aggression into this song and and yeah it's very present in the guitar riff very present in billy's voice um in the chorus um so it, it yeah it, it all kind of serves to prop up this idea of like you know things i don't know yeah it, it feels like of of frustration i guess yeah yeah very much so um yeah it, it, it's it's very uh yeah impassioned performance um and i mean kind of you know unique actually kind of vocal stylings we'll get into the lyrics but on on some of the lines um you know billy will kind of do different and in, like inflections and uh you know extend certain words and uh kind of uh stretch them out and and you know do do little vocal yeah. vocal riff yeah riffing. when he says um in one of the verses where he's like here's to all my problems right but the way he says problems is like i don't know yeah yeah it's it like, sounds like it's what you're describing problems yeah yeah yeah, yeah he kind of uh let, lets it stretches it out and, and changes a little and he does the same thing with the rehab line too yeah, which is pretty yeah. cool um but yeah i mean uh as far as topics go you know, I, I think we did mention this too when we were talking about um, the preview for Dilemma. Uh, this returns to kind of a, a, a pretty constant lyrical theme in, in, in Green Day's discography, which is, uh, you know, Billy Joe's um, history and and uh, battle with substance use and substance abuse and alcoholism. And um, and yeah, you know, so, so, so I think we kind of knew it was going to uh, touch on those topics, but... Um, it it did it did surprise me actually how how deep it kind of goes. Um, it's it's pretty no holds barred. Uh, with the only other song in the discography that you know that is kind of like it would you know 
obviously you think of still breathing um which is a very it's a different it's, it's a very different kind of song you know um yeah uh, sure. whereas like still breathing is like, Oh, I'm on the other end of this struggle. I'm still kind of recovering, but I'm on the other end. Uh, this is, is, Oh, I'm in the thick of this, this battle with myself. Right. Um, exactly. And you know, I, I think of songs like lazy bones too, that do kind of touch on, on that topic too. Um, but you know, it's interesting because, you know, after after the trilogy happened and Billy Joe went to rehab and stuff, it was kind of it kind of seemed like it was a no no to kind of poke the poke the bear um, for most of Reverad. Uh, like I don't I I think he did one interview about it and that was kind of it. And then Still Breathing touched on it, um, but you know it, it it really didn't go any further than that. Um, and, and so so now to kind of be so uh, forthcoming in, in a single, uh, I think is, it, you know, shows a pretty different, um, attitude about it. I mean, you know, the, so the, the, the core is being, you know, I was sober now I'm drunk again. Like that's, you, you can't get more, uh, literal or, you know, more real than that, you know? Um, and I don't think that's a song he would have written the first time around. Yeah. All, all great points. And like, you can kind of see, or, you know, obviously, as fans, like we're always kind of uh, like back and forth between reality and then like the the story, right? Yeah. You know, it's like the the narrative. So obviously, you know, Billy Joe is a, a real person with his own real life, um, and and all the the blemishes and setbacks and hardships. <clears throat> and wonderful things that that come with that, and then there's like, um, you know, the the spin. There's like the information that's 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 given to the fan base or given to the public, um, you know, either either willingly or or just you know from being a public figure and and, and people you know wanting to learn more. So it it feels like it's always sort of a a back and forth between like um, what what's really going on, you know, and, and, um, and like what, what is part of like that, that larger story of like Billy Joe, the rock star and, and Green Day, the band. Yeah. And I only mentioned that because like when you're talking about, um, you know, Billy not writing a song like this or, or like kind of straying away from wanting to do that until now, I, I think it makes a lot of sense like personally, right? Because if you're on that, that journey of recovery, like the closer you are to that um, breaking point, the easier it's going to be to slide back to that. You know, sure. and it's it's a very delicate time <clears throat> in in any in, in any person's recovery. You know, for for a moment like that. So I think it makes a lot of sense um, to like kind of be hesitant about approaching that subject, um, and I think shows a lot of. Um, like understanding and self-awareness on on Billy's part to like kind of set those boundaries in a way, um, but it it is interesting to see him. Um, I guess as you said, like write about it so clearly here, and and and, and it seems like from a very different like perspective, a very different point in like that that ongoing journey and i was gonna i was gonna ask because like you said um those lines i was sober now i'm drunk again 
Um, not... I mean, the, the lines themselves, it's like, well, you know, if you were to take that just literally, it, it only means one thing. Sure. Um, but I wasn't sure if in, like, fans understanding the story of Billy Joe and the story of Green Day, if there's really been any confirmation that he's, like, had any, um, like, struggles or, or actual setbacks in that recovery because you've mentioned like as as he's gone through like live performances you know he's still um drinking like the non-alcoholic beers and things like that and so i i was wondering because you are usually much more um with your ear to the ground on these kinds of things are is 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 this a uh, meant to be taken literally yeah i mean um it's like a really weird thing because uh, Green Day fans are rabid. There's a, I mean, obviously there's a whole army of of parasocial uh, stands, you know, and um, they will watch and dissect every move that Billy makes, and uh, you know, I have to imagine that that is like really. I mean, that's a hard thing to come to terms with. That's like, that's, I, I don't even know how that would feel, you know? Um, and so, yeah, there, ever since the whole rehab thing happened, there's a lot of speculation. Um, and I mean, it's like, it's, it's just not, it's, it's, it's a hard subject to broach because it's like, yeah, you know, what is real life and what is, is, uh, just, uh, people, you know, fans just making up these wild conspiracy theories, you know, and, um, but yeah, I know, I think we've seen enough, um, to, to kind of, and it, the, the man has said so himself at this point, um, uh, you know, I think he said during the foam promo that like, oh, there's no such thing as a personal of uh, uh, there's no such thing as a perfect sobriety, you know. And there was, there was a period where 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 he was, you know, um, uh, you know, throwing back some brews and rocking out with the cover ups and um, and stuff like that. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, I I I do think it is literal. I think it's an ongoing struggle. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, I, I really commend him for being so open and honest about it because, um, you know, especially with the fact that there's all these people that, that he knows will kind of, um, run with it and, uh, take it, uh, to extreme lengths. But, um, you know, I, I, I think he is at the point now where he, uh, is, is accepting of like being open with it and maybe thinking that it's going to do more good than harm. Um, because you know there's also an interview recently where 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 he did like jokingly say that he he got he he just got out of rehab again so um so i i do think it's a real ongoing thing you know um and uh you know i don't think it's it's something that it's not something that i like to speculate about either um but it's like an inevitable thing where like uh yeah these these people fans will will speculate and I, I think most of them have uh, their heart in the right place, you know, but it's, yeah, it's that parasocial thing where it's like, you don't really know that person, you know, like, right. uh, you know, he's, he's not actually your, your uncle, you know? <laughs> um, so, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I think there's only so, so certain, uh, so much certainty we can kind of take away from it, but yeah, um, I see. Yeah. But, but I, and, and thank you 
for your insight on that um, because it kind of said like I, I I wasn't sure if there were like um, specific or like known instances where it's like oh yeah like this this is like you know um, a time where where he struggled and again like yeah like I, I would not want to get caught up in the weeds and be like what's the timestamp on this you know we we deserve to know exactly how Billy's recovery is going and and it's it's certainly not about that at all um, but with the subject um, being uh, you know the the focal point of this song i really wasn't sure if this was more like the metaphorical struggle of um yeah or or like that internal battle that uh billy is kind of always talking about and and fighting and, and certainly that is part of that like it has to be part of that um but it sounds like it's it's also very much the like real um literal struggle of like that that sort of um you know back and forth progress right where yeah it's, it's not just a straight line so um, yeah absolutely i i think important to know going into like talking about this song so no for sure so yeah. thank you thank you for uh i guess um talking about it a bit more yeah yeah no of course and i mean yeah i think billy has been pretty forthcoming um and open about it too so it's <clears throat> it's um it, it it also makes me kind of realize, you know, they, they say, and I do think that, that this is true largely that like recovery um, is, you know, it's, it's not linear and it's an, it's like a lifelong thing for a lot of people. And uh, so, I mean, I, I, I think it's, it's, cool to kind of put out there like oh yeah this is just a a thing that i have to grapple with and deal with you know because i think a lot of people maybe don't realize that they think once once you once you uh handle it the first time it's 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 smooth sailing for the rest of time and you know right right, maybe some people that's that's true for but i do think the vast majority that's not true um and you know i i can't really think of another artist and i i'm sure i'm missing somebody you know i'm but you know who who is so uh open and kind of candid like this and showing the struggles after after everybody you know celebrated his victory and his his success and sobriety and stuff and like you know i i that sounds like a really hard thing to kind of deal with to say hey i'm not perfect like i uh I, this is this is still going on i'm still struggling with this um you know it shows like a, a real like humanity i guess or yeah for sure and i think it'd be easy i well easy is not the right word but like i would imagine being a prominent public figure in the way he is and, and like you're saying like kind of having that that public like pat on the back like hey you did it buddy you know there's got to be a pressure to try and um you know maintain that that appearance um because it's like well if if i if i go backwards then it's like i I didn't really do it right you know um yeah yeah and 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 so it is worthwhile i think um to yeah to to be honest about it um i'm sure that that's something that's going to be you know um very important to a lot of people probably probably something that um, a lot of people with similar struggles or, or struggles of their, their own that, you know, are not linear, be them, you know, related to drugs and alcohol or, or something completely different. But, but just that understanding that, um, you know, uh, progress is not a, a straight line, um, is certainly something that's gonna, gonna connect with uh, a lot of people. 
Yeah, no, I, 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 I think so for sure. I, um, you know, just as, as somebody who, I, you know, I mean, knows people who, who struggle with similar things and, you know, I myself am, uh, a person who definitely has that the the addict gene who uh consumes 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 is obsessed with whatever your new new thing is you know um for you know for me you know luckily it's it feels uh, it's 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 benign um for the most part but uh but as yeah like if somebody with with those kind of um with 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 that brain that thing in your brain that's you know uh telling you not to stop um um yeah i I think this is a really kind of uh a really good depiction of that and the the being in the midst of that kind of and you know then then uh especially with the way the video you know really kind of portrays uh like it's 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 not like all doom and gloom like we we see a lot of fun times you know it's like there, there's yeah. a lot there's a lot of partying and it's not all like dark and scary you know there's you're having fun times with your friends um but then you just you you take it too far and then you know you end up on the floor um and i mean yeah it, literally shifting from black and white to color i think is a great way to show that that the struggle is not um black and white as you know as uh, as black and white as some people think yeah yeah for sure um and that that's kind of like the tricky sinister part right as it is with like so many things it's like oh well if it's all bad then it it would kind of be easier to um to reject right but but there's so much uh nuance and and different things to consider uh that's like well yeah of course it's you know it's an ongoing struggle for for those reasons and many more um and you know we were kind of talking about the lyrics and yeah. I, I felt like uh the beginning of the song like that that first verse that intro kind of speaks to um some of what we were saying where it's like i i i like the way it it opens too because it's like yeah there there there's partying people are having a good time exactly right um but we see the the star is him being on the floor, kind of like after all these things, and we see how he gets there throughout the course of the video, um, and and the lyrics themselves kind of open with like, hey, you know, here's here's kind of a peek into what's going on, um, but don't don't get it twisted, you know, because it it's gonna look like a good time. Um, but this, like that, that is the struggle, right? And so I, I think it does kind of like walk this line of um, portraying what it's what it's like to be within that struggle, um, but without glorifying it. And I think the song's like very careful about that. That it's 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 like both things at the same time that are true, um, but it, it it really also doesn't want to like um romanticize it right yeah this is the reality and it it looks fun because it is fun but but like that's part of the problem too right yeah absolutely yeah yeah i know i mean i think you nailed it there um it is yeah it's like i think that's really what separates it from still breathing still breathing is a great song um and you know i love it and uh it was very impactful you know, for me personally as well, but, uh, 
it's 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 really not as nuanced as as this you know um like you know especially because because it's it you know the the chorus really uh jumps back and forth from like good things to bad things you know like i, I was sober and now i'm drunk again i'm in trouble and in love again you know trouble is good trouble is bad love is good like it's it's uh mm. it, it really goes to great lengths to show that duality um in that in between um yeah i let's kind of dive into the lyrics a little bit more um i i really kind of like that uh the the intro isn't repeated very you know it, it it's a uh, it's 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 a cool way to get back into it um they they could have easily uh made made uh that the chorus or or some kind of hook with with dilemma and i think they kind of took a took a a left turn and and we end up with like a much stronger chorus Um, for sure and then yeah the last line of the chorus i don't want to be a dead man walking is is super powerful um you know really hard hitting especially because i don't like there's so many stories of uh people with the same issues that are in the public eye that you know don't make it through whether it going back to chester bennington you know we have uh people like that and then just recently you know matthew perry who i don't know um also had struggles like that um so it's like uh it and, and it's something that you know i think a lot of people uh say oh you know foam is is just vapid pop garbage you know but junkies on a high is a very similar line you know um so it's definitely something that billy's been thinking about for a while that he's very aware of he is you know um in in that 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 uh club you know or he doesn't want to be in that club rather yeah yeah right he's he has like written talking about like um uh, what like not wanting to be just another rock and roll suicide or whatever. Yeah, rock and roll tragedy. Um, um, the next one tragedy, could be me. Yeah. yeah, that yes, yeah, that's what it was. Um, <clears throat> so I I also was was thinking that I'm really glad you shouted out that connection and um, yeah, we we are gonna step up to bat for foam each and every time. I so, know, uh, I know. It's uh, I I can't not. No, and you know you are right to you're right to do it. You're right to do it, not just because it's a good record, which it is, um, but the the connection between that song and or or rather this song that we're discussing, um, dilemma, and what you just referenced off of that album, very real connection. Yeah, and I, I think that there's there's many people that. Um, don't don't really see that you know not not to say that we're here like oh you know picking everything apart and looking looking deep man like i actually think it's 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 all right there you know you just kind of have to um acknowledge it and i think people are like just really quick to write off foam without without realizing that all that stuff is right there if if you just you know you know even even just pay attention to the lyrics themselves it's, it's yeah not very much like so hidden right no. um you have to engage again this goes back to like the thing where like engage meaningfully with the art you know and uh if, if you don't do that if you do just kind of see oh surface level there's it sounds a little bit flashier it's uh i don't like the billboard that they that they made for this album <laughs> which That's hey right, fair but- Fair, uh, you know, criticism there. That was a mistake for sure. Um, but yeah, I like, like see what the actual material is like. And, and I think you'll, you'll, uh, change your mind a little bit at least. But, um, yeah, I, I, uh, you know, 
we we even get like a, a lyric as literal in this song as sit around and rehab a feeling like a lab rat that's that's a i mean usually billy joe's lyrics are not as literal as that and uh that's kind of it's it's kind of cool i don't know yeah true um yeah looking through there's there's a lot of lines um especially in the verses that i didn't like catch all the way so it's it's cool looking through um on genius again seems to be the uh, that's the shout out for genius helping me through the lyrics on these green day songs you guys are geniuses thanks genius yeah, what a genius idea to have a, a website for lyrics yeah i know um <laughs> but uh what was it <clears throat> yeah the, the the rehab line you mentioned um oh the bridge the, yeah, the I, bridge I felt like I, I really didn't catch as they were going through that in the song. It's hard to um to make out the lyrics as, as, at least initially. Um it's a bit different than the than the rest of the song, but I did want to point out, you know, w- even the lyrics uh discarded here, the I, I I love I love the bridge. I love the bridge and then going into the solo um is is uh, it's like chef's kiss yeah okay so the solo and you kind of talked before about going from black and white to color because that like the end of the solo is when we get that transition like it's building up yeah into these flashes with the the like really vibrant pink so it's cool because you get the black and white pink motif they've been playing with yes. and promoting yep. for this record before it goes into full color <clears throat> um and yeah, that uh, that moment works so well in the video with like Billy falling over into the drum yes, set. Yes, it's um, so it's it's really powerful because you're right. It, <clears throat> it, it builds up into um, the final chorus, and you know the music cuts out for for half of the the uh, or the first line, and, and Billy Joe is just belting it himself, and then Trey comes in. Yeah, and it's like uh, I mean that's like it's it's just a it's just a classic Green Day moment. I don't know what to say. It it it, it, it I mean. And they use it to great effect in the video. It flashes, it flashes to uh, full color, and um, yeah, and Billy just uh, falls over everything. Yeah, and you know we got to mention because we we had talked about it <clears throat> um, going back to the first episode. <clears throat> excuse me, the first episode of this podcast, right? Talking about the American Dream is killing me, um, and we were saying like. Uh, Blonde Billy in the promo, everything's in black and white. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, not, not to get off topic, but it, it does feel like we should at least bring up and mention we get Blonde Billy in the music video. We do. In, in all, we all do. his uh, stumbling glory. I know. So that was a cool moment for that reason, too. Yeah, I, I was slightly disappointed, but I, you know, when I saw the video and I was like, oh, it's going to be black and white again, um, I'm like, oh, it's a serious song, so that kind of makes sense. You know, it, that, it, it works. Um, but yeah, we, we, we do get Blonde Billy. We prove once and for all that he's not afraid to, uh, <laughs> to, to be blonde in a music video in the 21st yeah. century. Um, which is, I, I don't know. I'm not sure if he's been blonde in any of the other videos of, uh, uh in the 2000s. Mm. I don't think so. No, no. Right. I don't think so. Um, just kinda, yeah, it is it is funny because like weird. you said, I mean, considering how many times 
he dyes his hair blonde, especially like leading up to a new record. It, it is yeah. funny that that's always changed. So, um, yeah, we're breaking it, the mold here. A lot of changes. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. um, one thing that I did want to, um, compare or, or, uh, compare and contrast from the first episode is is i think you kind of made the point and i agree with you uh that billy joe's acting in the in the american dream is killing me video i mean he, you know obviously it's a zombie video it's hammy anyways but he like really hammed it up and like really was like look at me i'm a scary zombie you know <laughs> and it was yeah, kind of yeah. it was kind of silly um but in this video i think i mean i thought he did a really really good job at, uh obviously he's portraying himself just drunk but um i i thought he really he really killed it it's true yeah it feels i mean um I don't know. I guess I want to say genuine. It's like, well, certainly he has a lot of experience. Um, yeah, it's method acting. <clears throat> right. Um, but uh, the uh, the decision to have that, like, steady camera, um, like, on it facing him, and then, like, those moments where you get, like, the first-person view, like, you know, it'll be the camera looking out into the crowd. It'll be, like, looking down at uh, him playing and, and strumming, right? Like, you kind of... You're, you're meant to get Billy's perspective in this video. Um, and that, that was that was really effective, too. Um, so, yeah, I think a lot of smart decisions were made in, like, how it was shot and and that, that sense of, um, like, as the night goes on, like, kind of, like, it's, it's strange because, like, you're meant to be in Billy's perspective, but, like, he's kind of losing himself as the song goes yeah, on, you know, yeah, right? until it, exactly. it crescendos where, like, he falls over, everything's kind of, like, falling apart, you know, um, and you're, you're kind of, like, along for the ride, like, as, as, as Billy throughout the song. Exactly, yeah, yeah, you know, you're right. I, I, I think it's, you know, you can see just in his expression throughout the song, you know, at, like, even before it turns into uh, full color, it's, it's, uh, can see him kind of yeah losing it or losing his grip more and more slowly you know while still kind of like trying to have a good time and stuff and then and then yeah um once once we do get into color uh the like the end montage or the the, the last chorus is is really really great you know there's like a lot of great scenes um of 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 you know falling over a tray and falling into the drum set and uh you know uh spraying people Mike, with bottles Mike of beer yeah 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 and i don't know if that was the color or not but there a lot of a lot well, of very small fun moments like that i i did i think that's in the middle of the video but i i did want to um I, I i was gonna send you um the screenshot of mike giving billy a kiss and saying uh i was gonna say like spoiling the best part of the video for you and then I was like, <laughs> and I was like, nah, it's too much of a spoiler. I want him to watch it. Live, oh, thanks. Live. Thanks for uh, keeping that. You know, I, I had the purity of that moment. Yeah. You know, as, yeah. That's the first time viewer. That was really special. Um, and then, yeah, the video culminates kind of in, in, I think one of my, maybe my favorite part of the video is, is Billy Joe, you know, falling into the Christmas tree and then it falling over on him. Um, and then 
ends with him puking on the camera. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was a, a real special like holiday moment. Felt like they they really know, acknowledged yeah, the, yeah. the time in which they're releasing it. So that was nice. Yeah, and and, and I mean I love too. You know, he's like barely into the house, and like it's just like you know, guy and his his family. <laughs> it's, <laughs> and like the mom is like uh, protecting the kids. It's like oh, there's yeah. a, there's a drunkard that stumbled into our home. Yeah, well, that, and that's the thing too. Like we we mentioned this and like. I, I think our discussion was kind of front loaded with like, oh, you know, the the gravity of, you know, what Billy's, uh, you know, being so vulnerable vulnerable about on this, and um, so yeah, it, it's certainly not to say that there there are not moments of levity, and uh, that uh, that part where where Billy goes to the urinal and then they have like the little um, uh, like embroidery or whatever oh, yeah. it is where it's like, please do not do coke in the bathroom. And then, of course, what you know, does he it do? Cuts. But it's it, it, but it, it's a good gag. You I know, know. it was like it, a yeah. funny. Uh, it is. It I don't is. know, little tongue in cheek moment to yeah. to include. So they, yeah. you know, they they had fun with it too. Like that's kind yeah. of like the classic sort that's, of Green Day mo. It is. Yeah, you know, that's kind of the thing. That's another thing that I think uh, is different now about about the subject matter. Like, um, you know, not all of it is is sad and scary and serious. Kind of like still breathing and stuff. And uh, there, you know, you you can add add some levity to it um and yeah this this video does a great job at that yeah you know and then another thing that happens when they uh jump to color is is you know billy snorting coke off the floor in the bathroom which is like the (laughs) you know a really disgusting thing to do um but uh yeah it's it's very fun and funny and uh fucked up at the same time it's all those things fun funny and fucked up the three f's the three F's, the, the the three essential F's, F's of Green Day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, Connor, what do you think, you know, comparing Dilemma to Lakmano Brains and The American Dream is Killing Me, um, did you have any thoughts on how it, uh, you know, compares to either of those uh, singles, pre, pre-release singles? Um... Well, I started off by saying I, I felt like um, Dilemma was like the most immediate and and I think maybe their strongest single yet. Um, in terms of like the comparison, it's like why why is that? I don't know. I just I, I feel like this song has such a such a great one-two punch of like. Um, meaning within the lyrics and the subject matter which we have talked about a lot um and then also like the the structure of the song um the the power through the guitars especially and billy's um vocal performance um it 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 it, it, i think is a really great combination of things um like off of Revrad because that was uh, their self-produced record. Like I think they caught some flack for how loud the guitars were at certain points. Yeah, they did. Um, and this sort of felt like, you know, I don't want to say like a doubling down, but I, I think it's like a really um, smart use of that technique that they they face some criticism for because like that's that's pretty much what I feel like they're utilizing here. It's just like, you know. <clears throat> sort of like overblowing the guitar in a way where um, it just smashes through everything else and it just sounds 
great. It sounds um, fucking good. It really does. So I, I really, I really love that. Um, and you know, compared to the other two tracks, um, obviously they aren't meant to have that same like gut punch that that we were sort of describing with that. Um, but that that really works for me. Like just just like those those simple um, driving power chords. Yeah, right? I, um, I I had the same. Th- I, I mean, sorry to interrupt your 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 thought no, here, no. but I I do want to talk a little bit about that and about um, the guitar production, like. Um, on, on, on Rev Red, yeah, they self-produced it and there, there, there was a lot of, uh, hubbub and criticism on the dynamics, especially parts where they would start off soft and then just really fucking kill you, like just explode and it would be super loud. Um, and as, as somebody who is, uh, I am a music producer. I produce my own music, you know, I, yeah, I'm, yes. I'm allowed to say that. On top um, of being a, a guitarist. Which yes, is like, exactly. Which I actually am. And, uh, you know, yes. Um, I, you know, I'm not saying that like I'm a, a great guitarist. That's up to everyone else to decide. But I can't play. I can't actually play that yep. that instrument. Um, I, I I have always liked to mix my guitars loud. Um, I've always just been like naturally drawn to that. Um, to the point where like I I listen back to it and I you know you kind of listen to other things to reference it and you're like man and all these other songs like the drums are way higher the guitar is kind of tucked away that has become a very popular style to uh like just to mix the guitars so they're kind of semi-hidden you know um and the blink album is is a it is guilty of that um the drums are very loud and uh and now i i i am a i'm a fan of that album and of of the production choices um but you can't deny the guitar is very low and um yeah it just makes me kind of like i don't know wonder when that happened and you know like it's rock and roll it's fucking rock and roll turn that guitar up turn the amp up to 11 like what are you doing people what the fuck are you doing (laughs) and you know to to the next thing you said like uh power chords like driving just power chords with like very little um extra instrumentation or you know any of that fancy shit you know um i i had that same thought listening to dilemma you know because like something that i like to do is you know i i i don't like songs to be too boring um so you, you know i like to add to add variety and dynamics and stuff but sometimes it's like fucking power chords going ham and you know full throttle in the chorus and then palm muting during the verses sometimes right. that's just what you need sometimes that's just what the song needs and you can't fucking beat it if you added anything it would it would make it worse you know like um so i think this is a an example of like when it fucking really works um, for sure and nothing else and, needs and as, to be added as we've been um discussing 39 smooth at the same time we're still going through that record you can check out our song discussions as as we do that um you know the idea we've been returning to a lot is how much mileage green day is able to get out of that relatively simple formula and you know certainly dilemma does not sound like anything off of 39 smooth but it feels like it's the same like fundamentals right it's like this like you're saying like these are the components of the song um 
and having them stand on their own is what makes them, you know, feel, you know, larger than life. Um, that that's that's what makes them work. Uh, certainly, I also don't want to say like. Uh, Look Ma No Brains and The American Dream is Killing Me, like neither of those songs are overburdened or muddy. I think they're just as clear and concise in, in what they're trying to do um, stylistically and musically as Dilemma, but like Dilemma feels like kind of uh, laser focused on, on this thing, right? And so to me, it, it kind of beefs it up even more. Whereas, um, especially in something like The American Dream is Killing Me, it kind of goes back and forth between a few different parts and um, you get like that sort of like going in the guitar solo like those um, you know uh, like the the power chords sort of like ringing out and, and trying to yeah. give like this this really big like anthemic sort of feel to it right um, again works really great in that song but in terms of like what I usually gravitate towards as a listener um, the sharpness of something like Dilemma was was much more immediate for me rather than like kind of the theatricality of the American dream is killing me. No, I think, I think you're right. And I think based on the response, we'll get into that in a minute, but based on the response, I think a lot of people agree with you. <clears throat> and, uh, I, you know, I, I've also seen some people say like the three singles so far are kind of like, Oh, the American dream is killing me. is like American idiot style, 21st century breakdown style from that era. Um, look mono brains, you know, I mean, some people say it's nineties, but some people like me say it's like trilogy era. Yeah. And dilemma is like very much a nineties sounding song, uh, with, with, you know, vocally and instrumentally. Um, and so, so it really kind of, uh, um, goes towards like the idea that we're going to have a, uh, uh, a huge variety of sounds on the record. And that's, Super exciting. Yeah, and I mean, kind of going off of our, our previous discussion on, um, you know, track by track for Saviors, it's like so probably so many more than we can really account for or, yeah. or expect. Um, and that, that has been cool that like each single does offer something different, you know. Um, sometimes it can feel kind of deflating to feel like you're just getting the same song part two, you know, uh, especially going up to like an album release. And I think they've they've chosen their singles, um, you know, with with like what what each song kind of offers in mind, and and really have like thought about um, the ways in which they're different and the ways in which um, they're they're effective, like kind of on their own. So yeah, I with with each song I get more and more hyped up for this record, and and this was a really great song to close 2023 off with for green day because it's phenomenal yeah it is. i love it yeah same yeah i know it's a welcome addition to the catalog i i, I already like i I've, I've already been singing along to the chorus in the car you know like it's it's one of those it's so immediate um and yeah i uh i also think it's like another it's a cool choice for a single it's another kind of left turn um which is it's it's kind of they're at the point now in their career and also we are at a point in radio that it's it's kind of like it doesn't really matter what they choose to put out as as a single because i mean like rock radio is there's no rock radio anymore really um 
so they can kind of just like pick their favorites and put them out as singles whereas in the past you know labels would be like no you, you need to do boulevard broken dreams and 21 guns mm-hmm. um and i'm sure there's still some of that you know but um but largely it is uh it, it's it's a different game um so you know i don't know would it be cool like like what a massive surprise it would be if this song like did well even on like rock radio that would be awesome um but uh it's it's very different compared to like even even in 2016 like still breathing was the clear-cut radio single off of that record you know it was i i i i can't um imagine it wasn't you know made with that kind of idea or that intention um and and and, you know it works well um and then even in in uh in 2019 with foam like a song like oh yeah i think that was clearly made with with some intention of maybe getting radio airplay um uh, on you know like pop radio or, or just the top 40 radio um and and this really could be the first time uh maybe since the 90s that we get we, that we don't that, that we get an album from green day that does not have a song that is like tailor tailor made to do well on 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 the radio hmm. i do get what you mean it's just that i feel like that is what the american dream is killing me still kind of represents like maybe not that it was made with that in mind but i think especially like having like they they chose to release that as the first single i i do think it kind of has that again like that anthemic green day style yeah a bit of that in in the american idiot vein where i do think they kind of are making a statement by by releasing that i i i I think you're right too i think it i think they knew that was the lead single um and i think they hoped it would do well on on rock radio you know um and i think it, it is doing well on rock radio um but i guess what i'm talking about is is because i mean they that's just kind of in their nature that that's uh that is like um you know a song like revolution radio or a song like american idiot or know your enemy you know kind of mm-hmm. in that vein um so yeah I'm, I'm not saying that that that's not a uh designated single what i'm talking about is is the like they they have like rock singles and they have pop singles, you know, like um Twenty One Guns is a pop single, Still Breathing is a pop single, Oh Yeah is a pop single. Um and those are great songs and like it's not to diminish them at all. I, I, I really love those songs. I do think that they're genuine, you know, even if they are kind of uh catering to that kind of audience. Um I I just don't know if there's room for for that here or if if there was any intention here because i think they would have released that song by now okay i think i do get what you mean more where it's like right this is more in the vein of the rock singles right whichever way you slice it like we're not we're not quite getting um the same you know maybe more carefully constructed radio pop hit is is what it what it sounds like you're yeah yeah, what I mean, because I I just don't think that there was any um, hope or or idea that the American Dream is killing me would be a, a top forty hit. Like I don't think that's I don't think anybody went into it thinking that you know. Whereas 
I do think that they that they put out Oh Yeah as a single where they're like, yeah, this one can break into the top 40. We can This can be on the radio. Then uh, same thing with Still Breathing. And I mean, that was the last time it really worked, I think. Um, so. Yeah, okay. I do see what you mean. Okay. So, Fair enough, buddy. So we'll see. I mean, that that's just something that excites me. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not a rock and roll purist, you know, like I do, again, I do love those songs. I do love the, the, those, those radio hits, you know, I, we, we wouldn't be, we wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for Green Day's radio hits. So, um, they, they, they do have a purpose. Um, but I think their time is over and I think that just gives them more freedom, um, to explore different things on their albums. Um, because, you know, ah, it's just like. Imagine on on foam having one more song like graffiti or something, you know, and right. and again I'm not I'm not disparaging. Oh yeah, I think that's I think it's fun. I I hope I, I wish they played that live on the Hell Megator, um, but you can kind of tell like oh yeah, this is like the one that that this is the radio one, you know. Exactly. Yeah. And it is it is kind of funny thinking about the ways in which. Um, you know, not just Green Day, but, you know, so many artists sort of play into these established, um, you know, institutions that just don't have the same roles or meaning that they used to. You know, they're, they're still just kind of lingering. Even the music videos that they've been putting out, um, people have been saying for years and years and years now that um, it just doesn't matter the same way. And um, that's obviously true but but even even with that understanding um it's been cool to see what they come out with in that kind of environment because all three of the music videos um i think have been pretty solid um but especially the last two look mono brains and now dilemma i think um are are more in line of like the kind of music video that uh, you know, even historically, I would have liked um, yes. so to, to see that that's what they're coming out with now in 2023, especially considering it's like, well, kind of who cares or, yeah. or more that it's like they they just don't matter the same way anymore. It's that it's hard when I were fans. Yeah. Um, I like you're saying that the radio singles. I'm I just I want to I'm sorry, but like you're saying yeah, yeah. Like the radio singles in 2004, like that was such a big part of us becoming fans. Absolutely right. And so, too, were the music videos, right? Like being in the fuse, um, that was it. Yeah. Those, yeah, that was it. That was it. That was like the hook, right? And it, it's hard to feel like that could be true the same way. For some people, it it always you know some some people are going to get hooked on that, but but it just doesn't fulfill that same role as it did then. And yet they're still coming out with um, pretty good music videos. I, I really like this one. No, yeah, you're you're totally right. And I uh, I, I I mean. That is a sad thing, you know. It it it's a sad thing to think, uh, you know, kids these days can't turn on the TV and go to go to Fuse or MTV and kind of discover um, an awesome One band. Of boomer opinions. Yeah, I know. I fucking know. It's a boomer opinion, but it's it's true. I, and I I agree. I mean, I would not say you're wrong. It's yeah. just funny. You and know? you know, I I agree. I I I think even all three of these videos uh, they've put out within the last couple of months are are better than maybe all of the videos from since the fucking since 21st century breakdown maybe i don't know like i can't think of any others that that really came close um i'm probably missed you know forgetting some but um there there okay there there's two kind of things that i think 
are reasons why maybe they're putting more time, effort, and money into videos this time around. And I I think it, it really boils down to even in 2019 when they were rolling out foam, I, I don't think music videos were that like that big of a thing. But recently, like within the last few years, um, YouTube has become the biggest uh, music platform on, you know, anywhere bigger than Apple Music, bigger than Spotify. Uh, this is how most people listen to music. And I think I think Zoomers like to watch music videos on YouTube and TikTok and stuff like that. And so I think it makes sense again a little bit more to put more effort into uh, marketing albums and music that way. Um, it's I don't think it's the same. I don't think it's as it's ever going to be as big as it was when we were kids. But I, I do think it is kind of back. Hmm. Just based on that, just based on this, and then that. also Blink put out some videos that were like better than than they had put out for a while, and seemed like kind of more thought had been put into them, it, more more money. Um, so I don't know. I, I I don't know how true that is. I, I feel like I've heard things like that. I could be way off base. I could just be hopeful, hoping that music videos are back. But um, I think they're kind of kind of back. Hmm. Something to chew on. It's something to chew on. It is something to chew on. Um, last thing I wanted to mention about the video is how many awesome uh, guest stars there were in it. We 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 see a lot of familiar faces. Have you know having fun, having a jolly old time. We see so so many great moments with you know the bands Trey, Mike, and Billy, and then you know we see uh, uh, their side piece Jason White. Mm-hmm. Uh, as as we like to call him, we call him the side piece. <laughs> Isn't that right, Connor? Yeah, we we say that every time. Yeah, every time. Every time we always, and, and uh, we always know who we're talking about. I know it's it's just like funny that he was a band member for uh, for like a year and then yeah, right, and then, and then he wasn't and no one. Yeah, ever, it was like it was like a whole thing. Yeah, you know they they released Quattro right, with like his face on it. His like face was on it. Jason, right? it was, you know, and then, and yeah. then it's like no, no I know, I, I know, know, no, but but we love Jason White. He's he's a true talent and a, and a great performer with Green Day. Um, yeah, and then then a lot of other cool people um, were in it, like uh, Kevin Preston, who plays uh, guitar. He he plays third guitar with the band live. Um, he also plays in the in the long shot. plays plays lead guitar in the long shot, which is cool. There's also Chris Dugan, who is the Green Day's engineer. He he engineered and produced uh, Reverad with them, and um, has been working with them for for years and years. Uh, so it's 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 kind of cool that they didn't hire actors to be their friends and you know like they 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 <laughs> kind of kept it because I think it, I I think in the past it would have been different I think that I think they would have hired I mean I'm sure there were actors that were were extras in it of course but yes but they would have cast like people in and like the people in the you know doing coke in the bathroom that was Kevin Preston and I think it was uh I think the other guy in there was the guy from Eagles of Death Metal so it's like oh yeah it's like it's 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 all kind of a fun. A fun project with friends which is in yeah. my opinion that's always the best art for sure for sure um yeah you definitely uh with with your compendium of green day knowledge locked away within your brain picked out a few more people than i jason jason white i was like yep there's there's my guy there's you know, a side there piece he is. There, there he is 
But, um, you know, look at you going just to the extra mile, you know. That's what I'm here Shout for. Out. I mean, this is, this is my obsession. Yeah. One would oh, argue. For sure. For sure. Um, and, and I think there are more people in the video that I, that I, did, that I did not pick out. So if, if you want to tell, tell us, you know, more, more extras or more friends that were in the video, please let us know. We'd, we'd love to hear, uh, hear, hear, hear who else is, is in there and we can do like a where's Waldo thing and try and find them. Um, Connor, before we get on to, uh, our, our last bit of, uh, of the podcast, anything you wanted to mention that you forget that you haven't said about the song or the video? You know, I think the only thing that I wanted to mention when we were talking about the solo, it kind of brought us into this other conversation about like the music video and how that trans that's like the transition point from the black and white to the color. Um, but I just wanted to like quickly mention the, the solo in the song itself, because it has this really cool, um, like, I don't know. I, I don't want to quite say like a dreamlike quality, but like at, at first it feels very like carefree and, and fun and almost kind of whimsical. Right. And then it, it continues to become like more and more strained um, as the solo goes on, like when it when it's building to that breaking point in the song and in the, and in the video, um, so I really liked that effect um, of of like starting off at like this this place of you know probably like joy from having a, a fun night out, right? And then like there's there's like this dawning realization of like oh like I I slid back again, you know, like I'm gonna wake up yeah. with my face on the fucking yeah, yeah, concrete yeah. again, you know. And uh, it, it feels like it really embodies that that feeling. And again, like it's not a really complicated solo. Um, it's no, yeah, I, I was just knocking the same around there. So yeah, um, it's it's very simple stuff. and very effective. And uh, you're right; it does it does take a turn. It it's uh, I, I I I think you're right to say it's dreamlike. It does feel dreamy. Um, but kind of, kind of like uh, you know the feeling where you know when when you're dreaming and you're like, wait, am I in a dream? Yeah, like you know you're dreaming. Yeah, right? you're, yeah. You you, you figure For it sure. out and then you wake up. Yeah, um, and and it kind of I don't know it it, it, it makes me feel um, I, I don't think there's one to ones in this, but uh, I do feel like um, it, it encapsulates kind of the same vibe that uh, they have on before the lobotomy. And I mean that song, the obviously dreaming. Am I only dreaming? Uh, that's yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the point of that song. But but I feel like there's a there is a, a, a shared DNA there just a little bit too. Hmm. That's um, an interesting shout out. Yeah. So, lastly but not leastly, everyone's favorite part of the podcast. Um, I I I want to you know I, I I put my my ear to the ground. I want to uh, hear and discuss, Connor, what the people think of this song. And by the people, yeah. by the people, I mean uh, one Reddit comment and then a handful of of or no, sorry, there there's a good few Reddit comments, but uh, <laughs> and and then some YouTube I mean, comments. I, I like to think that we are nothing if not a conduit for the people. Oh, know? absolutely, yeah. I, we, we we give them a voice when they don't have one. I think that's very important. Um, because they haven't earned 
they haven't earned one, you know, and, and uh, yeah, so, right. so, so we, 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 we can speak what? for them. So we'll we'll descend from, uh, you know, our majestic thrones from on high. And we'll throw them a bone. Pluck, pluck out the singularly remarkable individuals. Yeah, exactly. Who, exactly. who we deign to comprise the voice. Yeah. Connor, I'm not sure if you've gauged any fan opinion yet, but what would your guess be? No. What would your no, guess I've be on how people... You've you've mentioned offhand a couple times of, as we've gone through our discussion. It sounds like it's largely positive. Oh fuck! I ruined it. You you fucking ruined it, you idiot. Yes, but I really would have guessed that anyways because yeah. um it's it's just a good song. I don't know. I mean, like I don't want to. I I know that not all of my Green Day opinions are what the majority of fans hold and, and in fact it's hard to pin down a majority oftentimes in a fan base um as large as green days but there there are like patterns and common threads that crop up but I, I mentioned that because i think a lot of times especially with new music um i think my opinions are kind of in line with what you will find because i think even with like the american dream is killing me some of the things that you and i brought up as um, maybe points of criticism or, or points where we felt like it could have been stronger. You know, I think we kind of found some of that mirrored as we as we um, kind of looked at, at what others' opinions were. So, I don't know. I'm coming off of this Dilemma song. I think it's pretty good. I would expect other people to think it's pretty good because it's a fucking cool song. Yeah, no, you, 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 you'd be right. Um, very, very positive everywhere I've looked. Um, from GDC to Chorus to Reddit to YouTube. Um, even, in my opinion, kind of getting into, like, hyper- hyperbole territory. Kind of like it's, it's they, they, I don't know, it's like the new new song allure uh, a mm-hmm. little bit, mm-hmm. uh, which mm-hmm. is okay. But um, one thing I, I really loved, like, you know, looking into YouTube comments, which we do most episodes so far with uh, tackling their earlier songs, um, I mean, it's just like the most depraved stuff, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. so I was kind of expecting similar, but it was maybe even the most positive place uh, that, that I looked at. And it was very, very heartwarming. There, It was like everybody, um, you know, in the comments, like cheering Billy on and like supporting him and like uh, relating to him and, and, and his struggles and, uh, you know, lifting him and the band up. And uh, yeah, I, I was really, really... Uh, happy to see that it was, it, you know it was really nice um, so so yeah it's like there, there's not too much we can rag on here with the reaction but I do have some 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 comments I, I, I like to talk about uh, the first one we have is uh, is on reddit from r slash green day um, username nexusu um, they say that bridge is killer and thank fuck for Rob Cavallo he just brings something out in them that others can't I, you know, I, I just wanted to kind of get your thoughts, Connor, on that quickly. Obviously, this is, they're back with Rob Cavallo. They produced the last album with Butch Walker. Um, people blame him, you know, for, for, for foam pretty regularly. Uh, Which is dumb. Yeah, it is dumb. And, you know, I, I, I kind of want to get your thoughts on, uh, you know how how people will be like, oh yeah, Rob Cavallo, he's the goat. He's he's saving the band. Um, he's gonna bring them back from the the you know dire straits they were in with with Father of All. I <clears throat> I can see why people would think that. I just think it's 
attributing a lot to just one person at the same time, you know? And I, I think it's kind of um, overlooking, you know, why Green Day chooses different producers, why they choose to produce, you know, if, if they might do something on their own um, or, or work with others. Um, I think they're always releasing the thing that they wanted to make. And so it's not a matter of like, oh, yeah, if only Rob Cavallo was there, you know, we never would have gotten foam. We would have gotten something completely different. And I just feel like um, it's kind of a misunderstanding of the artistic process, I believe. Um, because it's like foam is what they wanted to make. It's like, yeah, like would Rob Cavallo make foam? Absolutely not. Of course he would not make foam. He would not. Um, but I don't think that means that foam itself is bad or um, that there were like any production mistakes. I, I think it's more of like the idea of, um, you know, people, a, a very loud majority of people, um, you know, like certain kinds of Green Day, right? Like Green Day can do a lot of different things, but of course, um, Rob Cavallo, American idiot like when we're talking about um, when when we're talking about like the titanic impact of some of their collaborations it's it's easy to think about like oh yeah like they they just need to to team up and, and keep going but um, I guess I feel like you know Green Day is also a band that that looks for ways to push themselves to change um, doesn't surprise me that they they want to work with different people. So yeah. I don't know. I think somewhere in my answer there, I was rambling, but but all I really mean is like, I think it's okay to be excited about Green Day and Rob Cavallo working. Yeah, with. yes, for sure. I think it's a mistake to assume that like they're the only you know that that's just the only producer that that's going to make Green Day sound good or like push them to do their best work because. Um, I, I think that they make the art that they want to make. It's not going to resonate with everybody. That's fine, but um, but I think it's a little short-sighted. That's all. Yeah, I I I agree totally. I think um, they have less control than you know people might think that they have. Like, if you don't think that Billy Joe has final say on a Green Day album, like I I'm, I don't know what to tell you. You're you're wrong. I've I've got a bridge to sell you as uh, <laughs> as the saying goes. You know, yeah. um, you know, and also, guess who produced the trilogy? Mr. Rob Cavallo. And you guess what? Mm -hmm. You guys hate that too. So it's and, like right. And, and guess who doesn't like the trilogy? Most yeah. people who uh, Ex yes who are who, probably praising that uh, Rob Cavallo is back now it's it's true so I, I I think when they work together magic can happen because they're they're they are great collaborators and really bring out the best in each other um, but I, I do think also that they are collaborators that it's not um, you know the producer does not have an uh, like an executive director role like he's it's it's not he's he's not steering the ship it's it's more collaborative yeah. and I mean it's it's always going to be what green day wants they they've they're they're they don't have to do what anyone else tells them unless they want to so um yeah that's that's that i'm i'm excited though i think it's i mean i think it just sounds fucking good like it just sounds like really great rock and roll um 
absolutely for that i am thankful uh, i want oh this is good I, I do want to jump into uh, something that, you know, I, I did mention that I, I think there is a, a, a bit of hyperbole within the reaction to this song. Um, and this is just one example that I found uh, out of many, many. And this is on Reddit. This is from Eric underscore Partman. <laughs> so it's okay. like, is like Eric Cartman, right? Yes. Yeah, but, but part, Partman. Okay. Uh, he says, this or is legitimate. Part man. Part, oh, part man. Part man, part, part what? Part man, part Cartman? I don't know. I don't know. Part, part cart. Yeah. Um, he says, this is legitimately the best song they've put out since 21st century. Uh, well, okay. So you're saying like hyperbole. Yeah. I mean, like I, I would wholeheartedly disagree. Um, but I don't know if I would fault someone for feeling like this is the song they can jump back onto with Green Day after the trilogy. Like if if phone or sorry, if Revrad, which I kind of think about as like sort of the return to form record, like if Revrad is not the album that um, if you did jump off for the trilogy did not bring you back, Foam certainly wasn't going to do it. I can see this being the album to do that. So like. Do I do I agree with this poster's comment? I do not. I, I would say it's an exaggeration, but obviously we're dealing with people with um, everyone's going to have their own music opinions. I can see someone having this opinion, even though I myself very much disagree. Yeah, no, I mean, I I, I do see where you can uh, think that you know if you did not like. Um, Forever Adder or the Trilogy or Foam. Um, you know, I I just personally think, and I know that this is all, it's 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 all subjective, but um, I it's just really discrediting so many great songs that that's what really bothers me. Um, and it's like, honestly, like, I think, I don't know, I could point you in the right direction to some songs that I think you <laughs> like, if you like, if you like this song, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like I, I can point you in the right direction, you know. Don't don't uh don't make that statement just yet, you know. Let me let me play you uh X Kid or something, you know. Yeah, um, true. Or Too Dumb to Die, something like that. Yes. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I I just think it's like just a very um uh very fiery inflammatory opinion. I think that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, we would certainly say there, there's plenty of songs that they've overlooked, for sure. Uh, next one, we have Bravery Uploads M57. They say, does anyone else get a Weezer-y vibe from the song? It kind of sounds like it would fit in with the new era Weezer. I kind of get that. Yeah, I yeah. Um, I'm, like, thinking about, like, new era Weezer, and I'm thinking about, like, seasons, and it's like, oh, where... <laughs> where do we land but well uh, the, the funny thing is is i've seen other people say that it sounds like the blue album and i think it does with the guitar with the distorted uh drop d guitar it does sound like something on the blue album um and it, the funny thing is is like new era weezer seasons it, it a lot of it sounds like the blue album so it makes sense mm-hmm. um i i agree with that uh a little bit 
Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, there, there's there's not much more here for Reddit. Um, I I just wanted to get in. Uh, oh, there, okay, th- yeah, th- this is one. This is a negative one from Ryan twenty nine two nine 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 six. Uh, they say easily the weakest and most plotty. Expected better, especially after the two the the first two singles. And uh, Cool Ranch Loco replies, "Bro, you're on crack. El now it slaps. El now. El now. That's how some people say laugh my ass off. Mm. I've heard that before. Never, never. No, I've heard it before. I, I I've never said it before. I was test, I was testing it out, but I've heard other people say it." Really did not like that you tested that out just now. You think it doesn't work uh, for me? Doesn't. I don't think it works for anybody. Yeah. I don't well, think anyone should say El Mao. How would I like? You think I should just say El Mao? Okay. Or I can just. Yeah. I can say laugh my ass off. Yeah, but even then, like, I think you would just say the abbreviation L M A O. That makes oh, me think of the hey, band. That reminds me. That reminds me. That reminds me. That reminds me. Abbreviation, right? So, so we yes. were saying, what was that? What was that word yeah. for? Yeah. When like a letter, like a letter and a word, like it, the, spells yeah, out stands a word. For, yeah. It all stands for something. I did not. I swear, I have no way to prove this, but I did not look this up in between now and then. But I, it hit me. The word is an acronym. Oh, an acronym. Yes, 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 yes. yes. That is. It's an acronym. That is the word. That and I knew that too. I did know that just in the moment. I couldn't access that particular uh, yeah, I know. database. I mean, like just throwing it. I know that's not addressing the, uh, the comment here. N- neither is El Mao. Yeah, like, I, I mean, there. you know, listeners, please let let us know. Is it acceptable to say El Mao when when uh, I am not pulling listeners for this one? I'm not interested in what the yeah. listeners have to well, say. I. I I want to know because you know I, I'm not going to take your opinion as fact or as gospel. You know I uh, I, I do respect you and love you, but uh, um, you know I I, I want to see how the people uh, say. You know how the people you know say LMAO is is it? You just read off the letters. Do you say laugh my ass All right, off? Okay, okay, now? okay. Let's, let's get back to the comment at hand. Do LMAO LMAO. It's kind, of a cool, it's kind of a cool one. Um, so, so I thought that was very funny. Um, I, I, I hadn't heard like somebody say, uh, "Oh, you're on crack" in like a long time. So that was yeah, that was kind yeah, of refreshing. Also, uh, also, also uh, yeah, bit of a blast from the past there. I know for 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 uh, our Zoomer listeners, that was a big thing people said in the 2000s, early 2000s. Mm. Very popular. But, but- but like for the the point here, so like this person is saying that they preferred the first two singles, and then this one, they do not like. Yes, correct. Whereas like we, at least I said that I feel like this is the dilemma might be the strongest of the three. So this person has the opposite opinion. I do, yeah, and I mean, it, it really might be the uh, the only person I've seen say such a thing. I feel like it's it's either been no, I don't like all you know. All three of them, none of them do anything for me, or this is the best one. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that, that is interesting. Good on you for being unique, Ryan. Um, and then, yeah, that, that's it. I, I did want to share some some uh, heartening, uh, positive comments on YouTube that, that I really liked. Um, we have one uh, from, I, I can't see the username, it kind of goes off into space, but uh, they say, this album feels like you just found an old Green Day song you never listened to, and you're listening to it for the first time. Hmm. Which is a pretty cool, cool thought. 
not, it's nice. I don't. I don't feel that way. Well, but no. It's nice I mean, that they, I don't think it means that. Like, oh, it's from the '90s. That might be how they mean it. But uh, yeah. But I, I, I just think of like, oh, that that feeling you get when you discover a Green Day song for the first time, like when you were getting into them, and just like, I don't know, a feeling that has always existed and stuff, and it's just a feeling we'll never get again. You know. So, um, that's what it made me think of. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Okay, last last comment, and I think this may be the best one, um, but we'll we we have a vote as always. Um, I think this is just the person's name, so I'm not going to say their username. But they say Green Day, one word, all one word. Green Day always seems to put out good songs like this one. And I was like, fuck yeah, <laughs> I think he you're fucking right, spot on. I I, I don't think I've, I've I've seen a comment that was a. Uh, more bang on the money. Wow. What? They they just they always put out good songs. They always there put out good it. songs. I know. It's like case closed. I know. I done. You know. I I, I think uh, if people feel that way, they should be more inclined to post about it because you know. We could have just started with that and skipped like this whole discussion. I know. Yeah. That that kind of that makes everything we said kind of pointless. Yeah. Connor, I feel kind of dumb having talked about this song for so long. I mean, now. we're I think we're dumb for yeah for having a podcast where we talk about one song for an hour and a half. I think that was that is a dumb thing to do, um, but you know we do it anyways. Uh, Connor, what a uh, what wins comment of the day for you? Um, I I you know after hearing you explain your interpretation i i like the comment saying it's like finding uh like an old green day song that you you never knew existed yeah no i i i think so too i i think we're in agreement again on the on the comments um and, and yeah i, I you, you're not you're not going to fight me on the comments i so for me i think it's very close between uh green day always puts out good songs and and you know yeah. discovering a Green Day song for the By first the way, time. I, I didn't. I have not really been clear on if this has been like a joint thing because you've been asking me. Like you'll ask me, "What do you think wins comment of the day?" I, and then I'll say it, and, and you're like, "Okay, claim your prize." And I'm like, "Am I picking?" No, but no, no. I, you're, I you're think just in silent every time. No, no, no. I think if you listen back, you will, you'll see, you'll discover that I have been agreeing with you. We have not disagreed yet. Oh yeah, which which we will. I'm, I'm sure we will shortly. But it's 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 been a fluke of of agreeing on the best comments of the uh, the episode. Um, wow, okay. But yeah, we agree Look once more. We agree strange, once more. Strange that that two lifelong friends with the uh, the same name, who who grew up together and have influenced each other so yeah. much over uh, the decades of their friendship and. And, and find such a strong commonality in loving the same artist for so long. Like, it's weird. It's weird that, it's we, so would, weird. Uh, that we would just agree like that. I don't it know. It just makes no sense, you know? Just makes no sense. And, uh, and, and it's getting weirder. Yeah, you know, I, 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 if, if there's anything i got to say about that, it's just that strange days are here again. And it's getting weirder. That's all i got to say about that. And honestly, that that is a true. That's something that that we didn't touch on. Well, I want to say quickly. Um, that's a great line for one, but also, it it I, I can't help but think. Oh, it's a direct call out to. Uh, there's another song on the record called "Strange Days Are Here to Stay." So I feel like that's. Yeah. I feel like that's a little nod to to another song of the record, which is pretty cool. I think you're right. Um, 
But anyways, uh, your username is cut off, but it starts with an OE. It's on YouTube. Well, anyways, you win the the, uh, the comment of the day. So if, if you uh, are listening and that comment is yours, uh, claim your prize. DM us and we will reward you handsomely. Um, again, Connor mentioned uh, we, we are kind of going through uh, Green Day's catalog song by song. Um, I'm sure most of you know that by this at, at this point, but uh, we are going to be uh, talking about going to Pasolacqua very soon, probably tomorrow. We'll, we will put that episode out. Um, it's exciting. So jump on the train if you're not on the train already. Uh, it's it's going to get pretty crazy, I think. Um, if you want to follow us and and you know want want to uh, know our whereabouts at all times, uh, you can track us via GPS. Um, Connor, you, you've set that up right where where they can. Yeah, yeah, I um pretty sure I put the chip in you last week. Yes, no, I, I do, I do have the chip in there. Um, it's been it's been good so far. Just slight headaches, but. But I'm getting over it, getting through it. Um, so yeah, you can do that. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter and or Instagram on both platforms, you can find us at Green Dudes Pod. Uh, so please give us a shout, um, DM us if you have any thoughts, comments, concerns on anything we've uh, said. If 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 you think we're spreading you know misinformation, please let us know. That's we take that very seriously. If you think we're spreading disease as well, please take that seriously <laughs> we we also um want we we want to know and correct our behavior um most importantly please uh leave us a nice review on apple podcasts and uh or the, any other platform that that will accept your reviews please be sweet to us and uh you know um we will appreciate it we appreciate those of you who have done so already um but until next time folks Stay Stay punk. punk. Nailed it.